I suppose you don't need to clap if oh. we are just recording the beginning to the beginning. So, like, I've hit record, you've hit record kind of at the same time. Yeah. So, okay. I suppose it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. No clapping then. I mean, you've already Everyone. done it. That's true. That's true. Everyone loves a bit of clap. Anyway, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name's Marco. Welcome to Bampots. And I think Andrew's there. And we love Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Interesting fact about the clap is that (laughs) until until I was like 25, I thought the clap was chlamydia because the words are vaguely (laughs) similar. I don't know why I thought the clap meant uh, chlamydia, but it seemed to make sense in my head. I was like, those words are vaguely similar. Therefore, they must just be the same. But there you go. Yeah. It's actually gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. Well, thank you for that. That's incredibly out of context for all our antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. <laughs> no, that just, sounds like an, a science experiment just, was done in you. Just bog standard gonorrhea. Oh, yeah, gony. <laughs> it's like gony no do that. Like gony, gony, gony no, no do that. <laughs> gony no give us the clap. I, I, this is really random. This is so out of context. Well, you said everybody loves a clap. Anyway, hi. How are you, Andrew? I yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm getting I'm over good. a cold, I'm, so I'm... I do apologize if my sniffly tones come across. They're they're lovely and tony. I've had two hours sleep, five cups of coffee, and a can of Monster, and I'm raring to go. <laughs> Is that that's that's a standard breakfast for you, isn't it? Yes. And it's five thirty <laughs> in the afternoon, so basically my day is just about to begin. <laughs> well, when we lived together, it did start at this time of the day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get back at five, and you'd still be in your jammies. <laughs> my jammies. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wearing and pajama then, uh, bottoms right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'd get into bed with you, and we'd have a wee cuddle. No homo, but no. <laughs> <laughs> always homo. Always um, homo. Full homo. <laughs> Full homo. Hundred percent. Homo erectus. Yeah, oh, I love a bit of that. Anyway, this week, do you want to do the follow ups? Yeah, we should start with follow up. Uh, so I've got yeah, two okay. bits of follow up. The first thing is that I've had a lot of people tell us, and I think you have as well, that they can't differentiate the two of us and they can't tell who is who so we should maybe spend just like 10 seconds like i don't think our voices sound the same no i don't think they do either but but we've known each other for a long time so it's kind of it's just one blurred amount of nonsense yeah 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 well it's yeah well that is well yeah that i guess we both have reasonably neutral scottish accents i you should start off saying so you are marco i am not marco yeah i am marco yeah yeah. you have a proper broad accent i feel Oh yeah, I see it. You mean like as in like very Scottish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to emphasize a further Scottish accent. Right. I think naturally you have a more Scottish accent than I do. So you have a proper Scottish accent. I think I've got a less Scottish accent because when I moved to Glasgow, I was never really around heavy, broad Scottish accents from the age of seventeen on. So I think that mm-hmm. it neutered my accent. I feel neutered. As in, like, cats getting neutered. Correct. Oh, wow, okay. I didn't so realize that was a... They sliced a... my balls off, and I suddenly just <laughs> lost my accent entirely. Because it's a manly thing, a Scottish accent. Actually, that's not true. If you see, there's some terrifying Glaswegian women with a crazy accent. Oh, yeah. Accent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and really low as well. Like, uh, like You also get, like, the nasally just... Scottish accents, too. Like, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, like... Oh, that, that nasally. All right. Yeah, no, no, there's a cleaner here who sounds like she's like, like, one of them's like, hi, 
how are you? And then the other one's like, <clears throat> like the other one's like, do you watch Rick and Morty? Yes. Do you know Scary Terry? <laughs> Scary Terry, the one that's like, <clears throat> bitch. I can't do it. Charlie <laughs> can do it really well, but I can't do it. And in fact, everyone can do it really well except me. But um, what I should do? I'll put yeah. a, I'll put a clip in of. Oh, what's the character's name again? Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Sorry. You'll put a clip in the thing. No. I'm Scary Terry. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. And we're back. Right. So, so, so we've, we've covered yeah. the fact that we sound alike, but we don't sound alike. Yeah. If people yeah. are still confused, they can they can show us. But I think that if people are confused, then they should really, really. It's just racism at this point, isn't it? Like it is. It's absolutely racist. Like saying it's, that you, you know, guys all sound alike. And being part Italian, I feel personally attacked. And the second bit of follow up was, oh yeah, so last last week or two weeks ago because we do this fortnightly uh, we talked about or you were outraged at the fact that tinder gold for me cost way less than it cost for you yeah yeah so as a reminder your price was 13.99 a month or 48.99 for six months and i was 7.49 a month or 28 pounds for six months and you live in london do you have london salary i have glasgow salary which is basically like nothing it doesn't matter because neither of us pay for it so Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what was some of the feedback that you got from it? Oh, yeah. So a few people got back to us saying that it was, it must be location based because they were also like fourteen ninety nine or thirteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So Ian, who lives in Manchester, was fourteen ninety nine, and I. Oh, so my my theory was that it was because you're straight and therefore you're getting taxed for being heterosexual mm-hmm. and for furthering the human race, which is really the highest <laughs> crime. And. I wish it was that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had like a bunch of people. So Sam, Sam was on my side where he's from Manchester and has the same price as me, which backs up my theory that it's sexuality re- uh, related. Mm-hmm. Ian mm-hmm. is also from Manchester and has double the price, which backs up that it's location. But actually, really, I just have no idea. Uh, and we we can confirm that it's age that it's ageist because someone else uh, wrote in and said that they pay three figures for a subscription and they're <laughs> slightly older than i am and yes that's just um super... what was it? it was like 100 and something wasn't it 105 pounds which for six is... months of tinder that is ridiculous like it's is that more expensive than netflix i think it must be yeah because i don't pay it must be. A year. it's more expensive yeah, than yeah. amazon prime do you think you get more value than Amazon Prime? I mean, next day shipping is pretty, pretty valuable. <laughs> I mean, it depends how you prioritize it. Then I guess, you know, I guess it is priority. Like, but you would think that people who watch Netflix also want to have sex. So I don't know where that, that <laughs> that's not <laughs> an accurate. <laughs> it's but not like, based on any scientific study at all. It's just me being an idiot. But if you're going to want to do, if you're going to want to do Netflix and chill, you're going to have to have like a six figure salary to be able to do both. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's just, it's just not sustainable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, you use someone else's, net- unless you do, you split it, so someone has the Netflix and someone has the chill. Oh, no, you, you both have to have the chill because. Imagine having yeah. like being like a millennial and having avocado toast uh, with a <laughs> bottomless brunch, <laughs> and coming back to do Netflix and chill. Like, think of how much of your parents' money you're gonna have to spend to sustain that lifestyle. <laughs> a small loan of a million pounds. <laughs> I felt my wallet rip for Donald. Oh, also, we should do. We're talking about who's who. On in the picture and the artwork, I am the bottom left. You are the yep. bottom right, or like a third of the way up on the right. And in the back yep. is Ral, who yep. isn't on the podcast but should be. Yeah, we'd like to think that the picture 
or the artwork actually um, represents our perso- our personalities. So I'm quite loud and in your face. Raoul is quite uh, uh, serious and aggressive. And Andrew... And- I'm sulking and judgmental. <laughs> Andrew's sulking and judgmental. It kind of works quite well, actually, I think. I think that does it. I mean, that's based on a, a like like a real picture. So like that's that also worth pointing out that yeah, it yeah. is. We didn't just decide to put Ral in the artwork <laughs> randomly. Yeah. It's from an actual photograph. Anyway, um, should we move on to, to? Is that all the follow-ups? I think. It I is, think isn't yeah. It? So that's all the follow-ups. So thanks everybody who got back to me, specifically me because Marco doesn't use any social media. So if you're ever interacting with our podcast social network social media accounts, it's specifically me that you're talking to uh, so yeah so i was just gonna say thank you to everybody who wrote in about the tinder stuff and who told us that we can't understand who we are because that was uh, pretty helpful uh but yeah. yeah so if you also want to um get in touch with us you can speak to us on twitter we're at bampots podcast we also have yeah on instagram we're at bampots podcast and all these things go to the website it's got links or in the show notes for the episode, I'll put links for all the socials and stuff. So go follow us, shout out. So yeah, chat to us. It'll be good. It's way more fun if it's a discussion as well, rather yeah, than yeah, just yeah. two of us rambling about. Exactly. So, Right. Oh, yeah. Also, and I had a lot of people have pity for me for the tragic stories that I told. <laughs> in the last episode. Yeah. So um, <laughs> me getting walked out on and the thing that happened to me in Sainsbury's and whatever else that I said. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of people have pity for me, which is fine. Yeah. But we should maybe do a follow up because like that, like that is one percent of the embarrassing sad stories. Like you, you know a lot of my embarrassing horrendous stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, we we'll do a follow up. But yeah, um, well, yeah. No, I had a lot of people saying that as well. They felt very sorry for you. So um... I feel that like in the episode, <laughs> I said that you were the one that was sharing more, but and I was the one that came out worse. So I don't really don't really know how that worked but there we go i think because the things i shared are just ridiculous the things you shared are actually quite sad and serious <laughs> <laughs> you just shared your opinions and thoughts and they were just like yeah. quite vulgar and then i just but, went, yeah. oh, here's something that actually happened to me in real life <laughs> anyway welcome to this week's episode to episode four so this week what did you want to talk about this week i i don't know i've got to the bottom of the document <laughs> what the topic list document yeah, so what what came to mind was, yeah, not shit films, but like f- films that like, yeah, films that have like a twist or a point in them that completely just turn you off, that make the film irredeemable, that otherwise could be a good movie that you just uh, completely turn off to. We'll name the movies, but we'll try and fill context in for what's actually happening in the movies as well. But the reason this came to mind was that I watched Doctor Strange last night for the second time, and... I haven't seen it since I went to the cinema to see it because of one specific reason at the beginning of the movie that completely turned me off and I found him to be a completely irredeemable character until I saw Infinity War and realised that he's a bit cool. But, um, yeah. Does, it, does that make sense? Uh, yeah, can you, can yeah. you think of any? Uh, any particular films? Yes. So, the worst film I ever watched was something called The Day the Earth Stood Still. Is that Keanu Reeves? Uh, I think it actually was. I can only remember the face. In fact, let me get it up on my phone. I can kind of think um, I can remember the poster. No, no, it's Keanu Reeves. Yep, yep, yep. And oh my god, looking at the picture just makes me sick. It got 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 21 too many. Yeah, 21, absolutely 21 
at three pounds fifty to rent on YouTube. Jesus, who's going to be doing that? Yeah, it was not his finest, um, finest film. Let's say that. Do you know um, that uh, John Wick three came out a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's just crossed a hundred million at the domestic box office, and it's his first movie to cross a hundred million dollars at the domestic box office since the third Matrix movie. Really? Yeah, which came out like twelve years ago or ten years ago. Oh wow! The 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 other film that that's just come to mind that I can't say I, I hated it as much as the day the Earth stood still because that was that was so bad that was such a tricky wank that night that was such a bad <laughs> film but it was um the first Steve Jobs film so not Jobs with um oh the with, uh, the Ashton Kutcher one yeah 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 it was so bad it was like he was such a bad Steve Jobs. So, um, um, Michael Fassbender did such a good job of, like, he was so good at being Steve Jobs, but they also, but it wasn't just that, it was more the, the film, like, it actually felt like Apple and Steve Jobs, like, I kind of, like, I felt I was in, like, the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, etc. as the years went on, and it had a really good, like, clever plot where it kind of, it was the same characters, but just at different stages of their lives, which was really good. Um, but the one with, the one with Ashton Kutcher was just, like, I just... I just didn't, I just didn't get it. I just, I mean, it was all centered around him with the Macintosh, basically, but it kind of just, it it was just, it was just awful. I, it was, it's quite a forgettable movie. Yeah. I've not seen, I only saw it once. I watched it because it came out fairly quickly after Steve Jobs died, I think. And yeah. I remember watching an interview with Ashton Kutcher where he was talking about the mannerisms of Steve Jobs and how he tried to embody the character. Which is entirely not what uh, Michael Fassbender did, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and he was just like trying to be like, "Can I mimic him?" It's essentially what he was doing. Like, "Can I do an impression of Steve Jobs, Ashton Kutcher?" And that's all the movie had to offer was that impression. Like, I didn't. There wasn't much other substance to it yeah. than that. Like, it didn't add much to the, like the story of who Steve Jobs was. So, like, a lot of people didn't love the Fassbender movie. But yeah. that's because a lot of people didn't love the biography that came out, the, yeah. the Isaacson biography. So there's a lot of weird controversy and opinions and stuff like around about circling that. So like, a lot, and because he's such a controversial figure, like a lot of people are not going to yeah. love it. And like in Apple fandom or like they're that little community, he was such a figure that people are always going to like not love when he's being interpreted by other people. But it's yeah. always going to happen. But yeah. I think that at least the Fassbender movie was so the one that's directed by Danny Boyle was at least interesting. Yeah, yeah, they no, tried absolutely. to do something yeah. interesting. The Kutcher one, yeah, it just lacked substance. Yeah, so the Kutcher one got twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and the the Fassbender one got eighty six percent. Nice. <laughs> so you can see, but it's like I think I think I have a slight bias towards that because it was the first film I watched after I'd split off my long term girlfriend. We broke up. Did we not go and see it? No, 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 not the Fastbender one. The um, the Ashton Kutcher one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We saw the Fastbender one. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you had the van? Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> that's very ominous. But I, I used to drive a white van. It had restraints and mattresses and <laughs> duvets in the back of it. Yeah. But that's because dogs used to live in it, and we used to carry stuff. <laughs> and I am a dog. No, they didn't. They didn't, they didn't live in it. Marco lived yeah. in it. He was dressed as a I dog. I lived in it. Yeah, when we were say when we say we were flatmates, that's that's what we mean. We lived in this van. <laughs> we lived in and this we went van. around solving mysteries. Yeah, so I watched it. Just it was like the first film I watched because I was like, I need to get some, I need something off my mind. And I, I, I loved Steve Jobs, and I'd read most of that autobiography. Well, had it come? Yeah, it had come out. I think at the time, or that biography one, the one that you were talking about. Had it come out actually? When did that come out? The famous one. 
the Isaacson biography. I'll yeah. put. Uh, so we have show notes on the website and in the and in the podcast feed. So I'll put a link to. It had come out, yeah, 2011, and I thought, oh, I'll just watch this film. It seems okay, and it, like at the time, it probably did just what I needed. Like it was shit film. It's like I also watched Mean Girls. That's an epic movie, though. That is an epic movie. It is. It's a very good film, and I often feel like um, combination of all four. <laughs> As in, I'd like to sleep with all four. So I'm joking. <laughs> no, they're kids. That's not allowed. It's a wee bit like watching the, the Spider-Man movie where you're like everyone's crushing on Tom Holland, and you're like he's playing a 14 year old. Let's yeah, 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 let's yeah, not do yeah. this. Let's let's just yeah, let's take a step back. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Speaking of cyber Cyberman, Cyberman, he'll fix your keyboard. No, speaking of Spider-Man. What did you think of the initial trilogy of Spider-Man? Because that gets a lot of a lot of shit with Tobey Maguire. Really? Yeah. Um, well, well, the first one maybe not, but the like the, the the third one definitely, I think, gets. A yeah, lot the third of... one just gets railed on. But yeah, I think the second one is still one of the best superhero movies of all time. Really? Yeah, the one with Doc Ock. I think it's yeah. incredible. Oh, okay. And... All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The only thing I don't love about it is James Franco's character as uh, Harry Osborn, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, okay, yeah, right. I I love it. I love that. I love the second one. I think it's a really really great movie. The first one was like I think it was like ten or something when that movie came out, and it just completely blew my mind. So I have probably a lot of nostalgic attachment to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that movie, and I really love Spider Man as a character. So like when the when the Andrew Garfield ones came out, I was super excited about them as well. And I really liked the ambition that they were going for, that they were going to build up the Spider-Man movie universe, but the movies were just yeah. a bit garbage, which was sad a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, what's, so your, what's, the, your, what's your least favorite Spider-Man kind of series? Like the Maguire one? The, uh, the Andrew, one Garf- the Andrew Garfield ones are probably worse. Yeah, yeah. Movies in general. Yeah. Even though Spider-Man 3 is atrocious. Hmm. Spider-Man yeah. 1 and 2 as a set are better than the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yeah, But yeah, yeah, we've yeah. now got Tom Holland and like the series of films that he's been in, which is like Civil War. Oh, sorry. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Avengers yeah. Infinity War and, spoiler alert, Endgame. And yeah. Far From Home that comes out next month. Yeah. that's they're They're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using uh, the Spider-Man films as an analogy for American politics. So, uh, the first two Spider-Man ones with uh, with Maguire were um, were Obama, and then things trailed off a wee bit at the end. But like, it wasn't quite that. Bad. <laughs> so it wasn't like Spider-Man. When Spider-Man got into drones. <laughs> Spider-Man got into drones and started bombing farmers. Then we have Trump, <laughs> who's uh, the Andrew Garfield ones, where it's just it's just really bad and things are not looking good. They make one, then they make a second. You're like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on down here? Then we have Tom Holland, and he's like, "Oh, we've we're saved," but we don't know who that is going to be. Uh, whether it'll be Bernie or Boris? No, not Boris. What's his name? <laughs> um, who's the other one? Uh, not Bernie. Um, I said him. Who's the other one running? Who's really popular? There's uh, like twenty six candidates running. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you know who I mean. So, um, well, maybe you don't, but <laughs> uh, yeah. But That's largely it doesn't matter because we're talking about Spider-Man movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be anyone. So could be, could be me. Could be you. Could be. So could be what's John. what's so what's your view on Spider-Man then? Um, I agree with your opinion on Spider-Man. That I thought one and uh, two was okay. 
I saw the first set of Tobey Maguire. Uh, Spider Man Two was all right. Um, uh, I, it, I, I did I did quite like it, but yeah, three was awful. The middle ones, uh, like my brain went into default enjoying film mode when I was watching them. So it was like this is a film with action. You should enjoy it. But there was nothing gripping about it. And then the Tom Holland ones. Tom Holland is just such a good actor that it's just it's like it's hard not to like it. Um, and he gets the right balance, I think, between teenage boy, superhero, and the kind of serious humor kind of side as well. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree. He's also the first time that they've tried to hire somebody to play someone in high school and not hire somebody who's thirty years old. Yeah, which is uh, which is really good because yeah. I just don't believe Andrew Garfield is sixteen or fifteen or whatever. So, because uh, <laughs> yeah, he looks thirty-five. Well, um, I don't believe Tommy Maguire was 16, that's for sure. No, absolutely not. It's like, it's like <laughs> I could have had this picture of, like, just, like, the real Spider-Man coming down and going, like, Dad, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you in my costume? Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse yet? No, I've not, actually. I really need to see that. It must be on DVD now. Surely. It is. Yeah, so I had it on my iPad when I was at yours oh, last okay. month, and because I, I watched it on the train up. Okay. If, and it, right. I, think it's, I, I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. Okay, oh, I'll need to watch that. I, I I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is is yeah. is just epic. Um, but yeah, sorry. So the day the Earth stood still. So oh, in fact, there's there's another one actually. So the day the Earth stood still is like um this alien comes to Earth, uh, and I think Keanu Reeves is the alien. That there's loads of like bad things happening on the Earth. I think, and they have to stop stop it happening. And uh, like the alien is like a friend of like the earth or is trying to help it or something like that it's it's a it was such a bad film i think it was based on something else though but it was like hold on let me get the it's a remake as i don't um oh here we go a loose adaptation of the 1951 film of the same name so okay there you go yeah so it's a remake but there's another one that I'm, i'm trying to think about what i think it was so so you know the film 2012 about the whole where the Earth yeah, to yeah. finish because of the Aztec. The neutrinos, right? they're mutated. Yeah, exactly right. So that that one, so there was twenty twelve, the one that was like, um, like balls to the like, walls, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, you know, it was like one of those ones where people actually either really loved it in the cinema or they just hated it. Um, and uh, I'm going to be really hypocritical and say I was kind of in the middle. Um, so uh, I actually, I think my brain went into that default. This film has loads of action mode. Um, so there wasn't really anything in it that was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Uh, but at the same time, like the day the Earth stood still was worse. But what I'm trying to find, and I can't seem to find it, there was another film. It was like 2012. Um, Are you looking for disaster movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. So many films about 2012 disaster maybe. Why? Why 2012? Because was that the, the Mayan calendar thing? Yeah, the Earth was meant to end in 2012, according to the well. According to some people who interpreted the Mayan calendar like that. I'm sending you the Wikipedia article for the list of disaster movies. <laughs> what, the entire ever list of disaster films? So it, it claims to be, and part of it is End of Days. So End of Days seems like that same thing. So oh, in, in that you've got like the day after tomorrow and stuff like that. <laughs> Ice Age collision courses in there. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Alongside Armageddon. <laughs> I think they're they're equivalent movies. Yeah, I, I would. Armageddon, the day after tomorrow, Doctor Strange Love, and <laughs> Ice Age Collision Course. Did you not like the day after tomorrow? This is the end. Was an awesome film. I quite like well, the day after tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, quite like that as well. Yeah, I thought it was good. 
Right. What? So what I was meaning when when we initially 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 when I wanted to talk about this. Uh, so I, in the notes, I have listed a third movie under your name. Mm-hmm. And so what I was talking about, like movies that make you irrationally angry. Uh, I was Ooh, wanting yeah. to discuss the one that the one that came to mind for me for you was Spectre. Oh yeah, but that's for a different reason. <laughs> so and that, but that this is what I was talking about. This is what the, that's what I kind of wanted to get at was movies yeah. that completely take you out and ruin the film for you for like random reasons. So yeah. when I was saying that I saw, I watched Doctor Strange last night. The reason I don't like Doctor Strange is because. So have you seen Doctor Strange? No, I'm not the film. No, no, no. I mean, I know the the premise. So the the so the idea is he's this um super world renowned surgeon and he's this crazy arrogant incredible surgeon person and he's and then he's in a terrible accident that ruins his hands and the people can't save him can't save his hands and then he goes and finds himself in tibet or some uh country that is basically in tibet he basically just like batman begins but his (laughs) the marvel version of batman begins some countries basically that's in tibet some town that looks like it's uh far east asia um anyway and probably owned by china and mm-hmm. he yeah and then he finds the mystic arts and he becomes doctor strange okay the thing that ruins that movie for me is that the accident he has is a car accident which happens when he's driving to a party and he's texting on his phone mm-hmm. and because he's texting on the phone he goes off the side of the road and he crashes the car and, like, destroys his hands. Which is entirely his fault, right? He'd get six points in his license or a ban or whatever it is that happens if that happens in this country. Yeah. And at no point in the movie does anyone... So what happens immediately after that is that his colleagues, who he's a total prick to at the beginning of the movie, because, like, none, no one's as good as he is because he's the best. He's he's Stephen Strange, Dr. Stephen Strange. He's just just amazing surgeon. He... Everyone's like, oh, yeah, we tried to save your hands. The only person who, like, the ironic twist and the oh, amazing thing is that the only person who has the skills to save you is you and you can't do it and you're like yeah but he doesn't deserve it he's a fucking prick because it's his fault that he crashed the car and at <laughs> no point at no point in the movie does he even acknowledge that he had anything to do with the accident and they take him on this mad redemption arc which i think is completely undeserved because there's even a point where there's a point like two-thirds of the way through the movie so where he's like faced up with the woman who the actor actress have name I've forgotten, but she he has like this heart to heart with her where they go, I need to go away now because I've got this greater purpose because I'm now Doctor Strange and I've found who I need to be because of all this journey that I've been through. And mm-hmm. he he had ample opportunity to that point to say, oh yeah, and sorry for being a massive asshole when this whole <laughs> crash thing happened and when I said that you were a waste of space because you couldn't save my hands because I crashed my car. At no point does that happen. <laughs> and yeah and i don't know if it's coming across so i yeah i left the cinema going he's an asshole i don't care i don't care if he saved the world he's a prick and it's (laughs) like i'm not buying his like holier than thou bullshit that he's putting across like it's pish and uh, anyway so you want to lie on a couch (laughs) the reason i want to talk to you about specter is that I thought you were ridiculous because you had the exact one of the a very similar reaction when we went to see Spectre together, mm-hmm. uh, for entirely different reasons. But I, 
anyway, so I watched Doctor Strange last night and I enjoyed it a lot more because I've seen the other two movies that he's been in and I enjoyed them. But yeah, well, um, so yeah, so the, it's what I wanted to talk to you rather than just like films that you've seen that are complete trash was like films that <laughs> uh, that aren't trash but uh, happen to just like bug the life out of you because of one decision that took you out of yeah. the movie. So my hatred to Spectre. I like the film as a kind of general... I like the film. I, I, I can't say I don't, because it's James Bond. I love James Bond. I, I've never watched a James Bond that I didn't like, apart from the one with um, On His Majesty's Secret Service or something, that one, which was with... Um, George Lazenby. Yeah, he got, like, one film. It was, it was like, he'd be, like he just snuck in and just decided to film, and, like, then they were like, I disagree with that. We should do one on James Bond movies. We not will, right we now. Will, yeah, we I'm will. not gonna. I'm gonna let you. Gonna okay, let you it talk, wasn't. But... Okay, it wasn't terrible. But anyway, it was pretty bad. But anyway, so Spectre. The reason <laughs> I didn't like Spectre, right, was because are you talking about the torture scene? The bit I didn't like at yes. the end. Yeah, yeah. So because. So set set the scene. So for people who've not seen Spectre, or for people who okay, might so, not remember, uh, James Bond has um, well, M's dead, isn't she? Is M dead? Yeah, M died in Skyfall. As and in, she left him. Uh, yeah, so Judy Dench uh, died in Skyfall, and she yeah. left him. Uh, we thought she was gone, and she left him a video saying, "Go investigate." Yeah, this group of people. Yeah, and then and then he goes and he finds out that there's this organization called Spectre, and it's led by um, what's his name? What's the villain called? Yunnan uh, Skralberg or something like that, isn't it? No, what's his name? <laughs> Uh, Christopher Walken. No, Christopher Walken. Um, Christopher Waltz was the uh, actor. Chris, Christoph Waltz's character. Christopher Waltz, Blofeld. Yeah. That's it, Blofeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, most famous. Blofeld. So yeah. it's that, that. So the film annoyed me for that as well. I, actually, I'm not going. I'm not going to keep ranting because I just basically shouted about Doctor Strange for ten minutes. <laughs> he goes. He finds this organization. He gets captured by Blofeld. Then puts Bond in a chair, like against his will. He doesn't say, "Please take a seat." And then he straps him in. And then he tortures him by putting inject. I like even thinking about it; just makes me annoyed. Right? He puts wee injections into his temples. It's just like so. He puts these injections into his temples, and it just looks so painful and ridiculous. And it's like, and this film's a twelve, right? I mean, okay, and I mean, I don't know what I was like twenty five at the time, so it didn't really matter. But still, there was no need to torture him like that. It was just awful. And it was just like, it wasn't even the fact that it was, like, you can be like, oh, it's just a film. Yeah, okay, of course it's just a film. Like, but it was the fact that that didn't, it didn't add anything to it. It just was like, okay, I get the idea. So they were like, okay, let's, let's inject him. And then what happened, the idea is that he'll, fi- he'll forget everything. That was like the thing. So it's like giving him dementia, basically. So he'll like, um, he won't be able to remember who she is or where he is or whatever. And it will just turn his brain to mush. And that's what these needles, like, they probe part of, like, the brain, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, something like that. And then um, what actually happened is it didn't work, and he somehow was able to be fine, and he, he was like, I remember who you are. Uh, he was not Scottish, but anyway. And then, uh, and then um, he got out. He had, like, the watch with the wee explosive pin in it, um, and that made him escape. But he, I think that's how he got out anyway. But it was the whole point of, like, there was no need to just there was just no need and it was like and it was a 12 it wasn't it was you know and it's like torture should be like that's pretty that's pretty extreme for a 12 year old right to see that kind of stuff like eight I mean, year olds because okay. 12 eh? you could go see it with an adult yeah, yeah. At eight years old there you go so it's like you know it's just 
Like I mean, shocked, be... poor little Marco. Yeah. Oh, I would be. I would have been scarred. But like, like. I mean, you, know, you were. You're currently was, having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I was like, you know, fifteen years over the asking pro- the asking price, the um, the um, age <laughs> to go. Sorry, I've been dealing with buying houses today. Um, <laughs> to go and like, um, you know, to go and watch it. So it's like, yeah. Anyway, I feel like I've ranted a lot about it, but it just annoyed me because it was like there wasn't really he didn't need to torture him like that. There were other ways to. It's like when they pull people's nails out and it's like, uh, 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 no, stop, no, no. Did you like right. Casino Royale? Uh, what was wrong with that? Did, no, I'm asking. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. He gets cracked in the nuts with a big rope bit of like yeah, a ball and then a rope. But in he it. says it's itchy, so it's fair enough. And actually, I can kind of relate. So, no, right, so next like... time we meet, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack you in the ball. Oh baby, no, but it's like he, yeah, okay, I get that, right? But this was like I, I don't know. There's something about needles into the head. Yeah, you, you really, really twisted you. I, I, I don't know if it was in the cinema or on the way back that I realized that how much it bothered you. But uh, yeah, like, totally it, back, you yeah. completely didn't pay attention for the next like ten. Like there was like there's thirty minutes after that, like where there's this big thing where yeah, they're in they're back in London and the building blows up and they're on Westminster Bridge or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you said you just couldn't enjoy the rest of the movie because of it. Yeah, no, I, no, I couldn't. And it was like it, when I got it on DVD and watched it uh, for the first time on DVD, I was like, what are all these deleted scenes that I didn't see in the film? It was like, like <laughs> you know, just it's just the end of the movie. Yeah, it was just the end of the movie. I just couldn't enjoy it in the cinema. Like the second time when I watched it, I knew it was coming up. So I was like, okay, I was prepared for it. But it seemed like it just—I don't know. It was impact factor, I guess, because it's like, well, how can we take this to the next level? Well, let's do something excruciatingly painful and like awkward to watch. Torture, right? I mean, you know, like the next thing would have been like pulling his nails out, kind of thing. But like, that's not technologically advanced enough for james bond so you know something yeah. like this where there's like some sort of bullshit science story where he's like oh you <laughs> probe the pituitary glands you'll get an erection for five minutes or something like that you know um <laughs> unfortunately that didn't happen but uh he lost his memory or he lost you'd rather watch them uh <laughs> make make daniel craig ejaculate using a needle than uh <laughs> than, funny would that be than... That would be quite funny. Anyway, so so yeah, that that annoyed me. There's a couple of other films that I can think of that had wee bits in it that annoyed me as well. But but that one was more just like that was just annoying. That was just silly. The other so the other one that I had was Iron Man three did the same because the marketing for that movie. So what I'm talking about with Iron Man three is the twist where the Mandarin is not actually this massive terrorist guy that he's built up to be in the trailers and essentially what they do is in the same in the movie like those trailers are like the propaganda that he puts out and it is just it's just manufactured drama or whatever yeah but it sold the movie on me to me right yeah yeah, yeah. the mandarin's like this huge big villain and it's the whole point of what they were doing with that movie what shane black did with that film is that just to turn expectations because like marvel movies at that point had just been like They'd been building and building and building to the Avengers, and it's just like, how can it get any bigger? And you're like, well, let's not make it bigger. Let's make it smaller. But the justification they made for why... So what the Mandarin is, is he is uh, the leader of the organization of for the uh, called the Ten Rings, and he has ten magical rings that all have different powers. Mm. And it is a bit more comic booky and a bit kind of ridiculous, because like, comics are ridiculous. But like, we all just... like 
100 million people just want to see a movie about six little stones that can end the world so like, <laughs> let's yeah comics are ridiculous so what marvel said like their justification for the um the trevor slattery twist was like after all this big build-up and seeing he was this terrifying thing and it turns out he's just like a drug addict that needed a job uh and it's really funny it's played for laughs it's pretty great but they said that they did that because the mandarin is a ridiculous villain and nobody would believe it do you remember iron man 3 yeah 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 quite a lot yeah what was the who's the actual villain on iron man 3 it was that glorian guy or whatever his name is the one that had could burst into flames or something wasn't it yeah he breathes fire in that movie yeah 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 right? yeah, yeah 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 like what like how is that more acceptable than fucking someone with 10 magical rings that can do spells after you do movies like thor and the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> and doctor doctor fucking strange but you know a guy with 10 rings oh, it's just ludicrous let's not do that it's just it's, let's just be a guy who can breathe fire instead and just wants to kill the president anyway you've, I... taken, this, you've taken this film but i didn't realize you had this such an anger to iron man 3 i Cat, yeah. Mm. So, so I can relate, right, to one particular film that popped into my head as you were talking about the marketing for the film. So there was a film I bought a long time ago, and it was called The Battle of Britain. When I bought this film, it looked like on the back it was going to be like you know, like Dunkirk, the film Dunkirk, where it's like yeah. a re, like a kind of you know, a kind of um, a dramatization of of the Battle of Dunkirk, basically, and a lot of other stuff around it, but um. I thought this was a that kind of thing, right? And I got it, and it turned out to be a documentary in black and white on, like, fucking the Battle of Britain, and it was some boring, like, 90-year-old man discussing how Spitfires can fly through the air faster than pigeons or something like that. And I was like, this is this is so... Like, it, on the back, it looks like it's going to be some cool... And there's even colour pictures on the back! And the film's in black and white! You can't do that! That's not allowed! Anyway, it turned out it was uh, uh, a... Pirated copy of the DVD, so it was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, it, it was um, pirated copy, um, and I only realised it when I put it on play, and it was like, um, you know, that whole thing at the beginning about uh, do not pirate films. Yeah, it was like all rayed out and like <laughs> it was like removed <laughs> from the DVD. It's and like, I was like fuck oh, the this is as fuck. So, but yeah. I feel your pain, like a bit of false advertising there for film. It's just really not good. So, anyway, should we should we wrap up with Endgame? Should we kind of move from? Oh, that's a natural progression. Battle of Britain to Endgame. I don't actually dislike these movies that much. I just, I just can't. So I went to see Godzilla two on or Godzilla King of the Monsters the other day, and some of the characters just make these stupid, stupid decisions that make you just put your head in your hands. <laughs> but at the same time, you're getting to see massive monsters bash each other to bits, and yeah, you can, so I kind of forgive it. And I had a good time. I, I enjoyed myself. And it's good. the same with like the Transformers movies. Actually, it's not true. The Transformers movies that has really, really annoyed me. Like uh, Transformers Four: Age of Extinction, where all the marketing was Dinobots and come see a Transformers. A try. <clears throat> come see a robot time. dinosaur uh, <laughs> come see a robot dinosaur <laughs> fight optimus prime it's gonna be incredible and it's like the last eight minutes of a three and a half hour long movie it's atrocious it's like as long as fucking ben Hur. we've ranted a lot in this episode there was one that just came to my mind right war of the worlds 
one with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now that film largely, actually, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Right. Largely as a film, although it was, it was that's going to get some un, unsavory opinions probably thrown towards it that comment. But um, I, I actually did. I actually thought it was, it was alright. But bearing in mind when I watched it, I was like, you know, like twelve or twelve or thirteen. So I was like, oh yeah, action, yeah, guns, shoot, Tom Cruise. Um, the bit that that caught me that I hated was when the sun runs over that hill when they're having that massive battle with the tripods. So the army's there, there's the air force, there's fucking Apache helicopters and everything. And then, um, and then, the, the, like, the sun's like, Dad, you got to let me go. This is this is my calling. It's like, he's had no military training or anything. He's just, like, just a boy who wants a gun. And he runs over the hill into this war zone with, like, explosions and missiles and debris and fucking everything. Uh, the only thing that's not there is scary Terry. Terry, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then he shows up at the end. And so then 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 Tom Cruise and and Dakota Fanning then try and make it to their like the mum's house, which apparently is safe. And then and they 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 get there eventually after trawling through battles and all sorts of things and some guy who wants to kill Tom Cruise and everything. And they get there. And then the son just walks out the door, like, unscratched, like, oh, hi, guys. I'm, oh, oh, my God, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. And it's like, okay, first of all, how are you alive? You walked into a war zone, right? The army didn't win because, like, the, the aliens were still going on, like, a few days after Tom Cruise, like, and his son were separated. So, like, you know, unless you were, like, taken in by the aliens and they, like, touched you up, like, you, you would die. Right. The second thing was, how did he get there before Tom Cruise? Well, unless the army gave him a lift. But I mean, that would be a bit. What were they just like retreating? Going, like, oh, let's go to his mum's house. Apparently, it's safe. You know, like I don't know. Anyway, that 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 pissed me off because it was like that just made no sense. Anyway, enough ranting. I think we've ranted enough, and the poor listeners are all turning off now. And we've only got one person listening, which is my mum. So, should we wrap up with a wee a wee kind of couple of minutes of end game? I don't think we need to. No? Should we just leave the end game for another episode? Yeah, we can just wrap okay. up. Okay, well, we'll just wrap then. Don't watch the day the earth stood still. It was not Brill. It was as bad as Kirill. It's so shit. Don't give it a hit. Never watch that film. The day the earth stood still. Oh, wow. You there? <laughs> Hello? Hello? So... I'm. I might just leave your rap in this time. So for, for no, the, don't. You can't leave that in. That was just for, for the, you. For the grateful audience, I <laughs> always edit. Mar- so Marco raps at the end of every single episode. I didn't. I didn't rap at the end of Tinder. I think you did actually. What about? In fact, I, let's not go there. <laughs> I don't want to think about what I would have rapped about. Marco raps at the end of every episode. Well, and it's quite a special up? experience, <laughs> and I always edit it out because I don't want to do that to anybody. But I feel that I'm done being a victim, and I think that it has to assault your ears like it assaults. You're done of being a victim. Oh, really? Well, I cut it out because I don't want to have to edit it. And <laughs> okay, well, if you could pick one film that should never have been made, what would it be? One film that should have never been made. All yeah. of the Transformers movies. Okay. Mine would be The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, I'm sorry if Keanu Reeves is listening to this. You're Justice actor. League, maybe? <gasps> really? 
I had a lot of fun with Justice League, but Jesus, that grey monster. Oh, actually, what else? Oh, what yeah. Else okay, that, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that one. The one where Superman just showed up and he was like, is this guy bothering you? Was yeah, like, and you're like, oh, yeah, Superman's back. The movie's over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was like, he's stronger than everyone. And it was like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was really weird. Because then it's like, now they're going to make another one and it's going to be like, well, they don't need anyone else. You just need Superman. Like, you don't need, like, Wonder Woman. You don't need man who lives under the sea you don't need the batman you don't need that fast guy you all you need is all you need is superman because he he's he can he deals with everyone he's faster than the flash that's his name he's faster than aquaman <laughs> that fast guy that immediately spouts <laughs> off the name of the person <laughs> oh yeah i've just reminded myself by saying it out loud that he's actually called the flash is his name aquaman yeah. aquaman i don't know yeah oh yeah there we go it's all coming back to me he's he can like breathe underwater like aquaman he can, I don't know. Yeah. Well, him and Wonder Woman, I guess, are on par. He's smarter than 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 um, Batman. I don't know if he is smarter than Batman. In Batman v Superman, he fell for that kryptonite gas trick twice. Yeah, but Batman but still really couldn't kill him. But he was. Oh, but Batman chose not to kill him because their mums have the same name. <laughs> That's true. Well, okay, yeah. So if you hit the spear, he could have killed him with the spear. That's true. That's like true. it was. Literally standing over him like a murderous maniac, you know, which Batman's famous for, yeah. you know, killing tons of people. Yeah. Um, it's his, it's his favourite thing. He's mad about it. It's, he loves killing he loves people. It. Yeah, but he machine not... guns like 50 people in that movie. Okay, yeah. So he's maybe a wee bit cleverer, but that's just, that's just tactics. Like, surely Superman would have figured a way of... So it's like an argument that if, uh, with, with enough preparation, Batman could probably beat anybody in the world. Because he would yeah. be able to find okay. out what their weaknesses are, and he would be able to, he would be able to win and get out of anything because he's like the world's best detective and everything. So, with enough preparation, Batman could beat Spider, uh, Spider Man, Superman, and which is why he wins technically wins that fight. Yeah. Okay. Until mm. you know Doomsday shows up, and then he just kind of like hides for a lot of the rest of that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, there's a little bit of a DC rant in there as well. Uh, yeah. so, well we've, uh, we've ranted about a wide range of things today. Uh, if you have any issues with any of this stuff, then... What really proves is that we should really do proper preparation for episodes. We did do proper preparation for this. Don't tell them we didn't. We don't want them to think that we're not prepared. <laughs> we did. We did do uh, proper prep. We, 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 spent, we spent at least five minutes discussing which topic to do. And we did. then a further 30 seconds googling The Earth Can't Stand Still, or whatever the film's called. Not what that movie's called, the so Earth it's really, really well. Gotta stand um, still! <laughs> it's not Michael Jackson's song, never mind. So, yeah, well, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, you can, if you have thoughts or want to shout about how wrong my opinions are about Doctor Strange and or Iron Man. Or mine about anything. Yeah, then we're um, Bampot's podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, where r slash bampots on Reddit, and yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. All Have right. a good day. Yeah, you too, Andrew. Oh, it's night time now. It's still sunny outside. Okay. All right. Night night. <laughs>